letter forty nine of clarissa harlowe volume three this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org clarissa harlowe volume three by samuel richardson letter forty nine miss clarissa harlowe to mrs harvey enclosed in her last to miss howe thursday april twentieth honoured madam having not had the favour of an answer to a letter i took the liberty to write to you on the fourteenth i am in some hopes that it may have miscarried for i had much rather it should than to have the mortification to think that my aunt harvey deemed me unworthy of the honour of her notice in this hope having kept a copy of it and not become able to express myself in terms better suited to the unhappy circumstances of things i transcribe and enclose what i then wrote and i humbly beseech you to favour the contents of it with your interest hitherto it is in my power to perform what i undertake for in this letter and it would be very grievous to me to be precipitated upon measures which may render the desirable reconciliation more difficult if madam i were permitted to write to you with the hopes of being answered i could clear my intention with regard to the step i have taken although i could not perhaps acquit myself to some of my severest judges of an imprudence previous to it you i am sure would pity me if you knew all i could say and how miserable i am in the forfeiture of the good opinion of all my friends i flatter myself that their favour is yet retrievable but whatever be the determination at harlow place do not you my dearest aunt deny me the favour of a few lines to inform me if there can be any hope of a reconciliation upon terms less shocking than those heretofore endeavoured to be imposed upon me or if which god forbid i am to be for ever reprobated at least my dear aunt procure for me the justice of my wearing apparel and the little money and other things which i wrote to my sister for and mention in the enclosed to you that i may not be destitute of common conveniencies or be under a necessity to owe an obligation for such where at present however i would least of all owe it allow me to say that had i designed what happened i might as to the money and jewels at least have saved myself some of the mortification which i have suffered and which i still further apprehend if my request be not complied with if you are permitted to encourage an eclaircissement of what i hint i will open my whole heart to you 
and inform you of everything if it be any pleasure to have me mortified be pleased to let it be known that i am extremely mortified and yet it is entirely from my own reflections that i am so having nothing to find fault with in the behaviour of the person from whom every evil was to be apprehended the bearer having business your way will bring me your answer on saturday morning if you favour me according to my hopes i knew not that i should have this opportunity till i had written the above i am my dearest aunt your ever dutiful clarissa harlowe be pleased to direct for me if i am to be favoured with a few lines to be left at mr osgood's near soho square and nobody shall ever know of your goodness to me if you desire it to be kept a secret End of letter forty nine